Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, Burke and I are here to welcome you back to part two. singer starts, you'll be like, oh, I know who this is. If the lead singer starts. That is a long intro. I think it's like two minutes. I almost used it as our uh, theme song.
Howard Jones? No, but I know it's lighting designer. Guess. Is it yes? In a way, kind Bruford, of. Bruford, Wakeman, and How. Anderson, Bruford, Wakeman, there. and How. The lyrics of uh, uh, John Anderson. Oh God, I love that band. Oh, and they did a cruise. They did a cruise this year with Marillion. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Dude, I just spilled beer all over my mouse. I'm just a... I'm just trying a hot... To, trying, to get it, trying to get it drunk? <laughs> I'm a hot mess from last night. Dude, okay. I have no idea. One minute. I was feeling happy and like my normal, you know, I, I had a buzz on, no doubt. And like one minute later, I'm fucked up. I have no idea what the hell happened. I mean, to the point, because you looked at me and you're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I go to the bathroom because I think I'm going to throw up. I laid on the toilet seat for a while. I slept in the bathroom till about four o'clock in the morning. Got up. I, I, I got I, up. I went to bed. I, I the cat woke me up around six thirty because he was hungry, and I felt fine. I'm like, what the way? Hold on. What the hell is going on here? Insta drunk, insta sober. Like what? What the hell is that? It was freaking hilarious. You 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 came back. We we took a break because she said that she had to pee, and you came back, and I was like, man, he's slurring a, a lot. I'm like, man. Are you sure you want to finish this right now? Uh, we can finish it tomorrow. And you're like, no, we can do it tonight. We can. I think we can get this done. So I go into the intro. He hasn't said anything yet. The first thing out of his mouth is, wrong. I can't do this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I it, for that level of like, I couldn't walk straight, and I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna throw. Up. I should have woken up, I told you. like feeling like death warmed over, and I woke up feeling fine. I'm like, what the all, hell just happened? It was all Bob's fault. Yeah, Bob's a bad influence. Bob, Bob's horrible. I I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. But I, I mean, he kept coming in and out and in and out and in and out. I'm finally like, dude, just. I wasn't going to let him in the last time. <laughs> like, damn. I come back and I'm like, where's Bob? He's gone. Okay. Hanging <laughs> my head on the microphone. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, we can do it. Uh, we uh, can't do it. 
Oh, I got a new keyboard. Oh, just spill beer in your last one. No, the last one. Okay, I bought the last one because it was lighted. Right. And I thought that it was going to be an RGB keyboard where I could control what color. No. I mean, you can control it somewhat, but it's three different colors all the time. Oh. And me with my glasses, I can't I can't do it. I can't. I I couldn't read half the letters and all that. So I finally went and bought an RGB backlit one that I can turn to the pure white and uh, or or if I'm doing the show, I turn it down to like a cyan. And mm, it's nice. not as bright, but uh I had to do it had to do it plus I was I can't stand a keyboard that doesn't have a keypad on it. Like oh, the that, numeric that, keypad. Yeah. The the weird thing is with this new wireless one that I have, it actually has a separate, separate keypad, one. Oh. Which is actually kind of nice. Although I, sometimes I'll grab the keyboard and I'll reach over and my number pad isn't there. I'm like, I, I got to move my. Remember. After. After last night's debacle with the USB ports, I may have to go wireless with everything. Although, you know, when all that crap happened, I noticed that my wireless mouse stopped working as well. That's no good. That's a no bueno. Yeah, I I may have to call the uh, the people. Well, you've modified it now, so you probably probably voided your warranty. I I mean, they're going to look at me and go, oh, so sorry. You you hooked too much shit up. (laughs) Um, No, really? And and it wouldn't surprise me if it's that, because the the hard drive that I use, the the eight terabyte hard drive, SSD Mm -hmm. hard drive that I have, is USB. Um, I thought it was plugged directly into the motherboard. Well, I have an NVMe okay. that is that is two terabytes that I use for Windows and all of my programs. Okay. I have another two terabyte NVMe that is for all of my data type stuff that I use quickly on the fly, you know, music, um, any of that stuff. I have a another hard drive installed that is a one terabyte uh, that I don't use that often because it's an old fashioned, uh, uh, you know, SATA. Yeah, it's a SATA drive. Then I have an eight terabyte SSD drive that is USB, and that is where I store all of our audio from the shows all the audio video any of the stuff that i am editing with the editor is on there so that i can pull that out take it with me with my laptop and still be able to work gotcha so and it wouldn't surprise me if that drive took a crap and it shut everything down that was on the on the motherboard through that IE port. Hmm. Ah, there we go. Um, so yeah, yeah, there, there, there you go. How do I sound? Sound good. How oh, do good. I sound? Yeah, you sound like Farfanugan.
I sound sober. Oh God! Somebody just somebody just walked behind me. I'm not allowed to say Farfanugan anymore. Not even if you're referring to a British cigarette. Oh, I might I might be saying that you are just like a British cigarette, right. smoking and red hot. <laughs> That's what I meant. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what are you oh, drinking, man. buddy? Are Are you uh, drinking today? I'm not. Yeah, I, I have a drink. It, it's just some uh, Seagram's uh, vodka on the rocks, a little lemon. That's it. Just something simple. God, you've I, I, you've got the best mufflers. Oh, I know they're horrible, man. <laughs> I mean, wow! <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting that you get snow up there, which um, you te- rest the fuck out of everything. Yes, yes, yeah. It tends to, yeah. B- believe me, when I move back up there, if I still have the Beamer, the Beamer will never come out during winter. That will sit in the garage. <laughs> Do you want me to turn my uh, suppressed background noise up to medium by chance? Uh, you could give it a shot. All right, we'll we'll do medium. I know we turned it down for some reason, but my just microphone volume is still clicked, so that's good. All righty, we'll try that out for a little bit. All right, hang on. Try it on high. We still hear the stuff in the uh, audio settings. Hi. That took out all of the noise in the background. Well, let's try that. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is this is going to be a short segment, so if we have to do it again, again, we can do it again, again. Dude, that's that's awesome. I can't hear her in the background at all now. Okay, cool. Uh, I can hear her when you talk. Yeah, that's pretty typical um, of sound but, suppression. Yeah. So I mean this uh, that sounds that sounds fine. Hopefully you won't hear as many mufflers that way either. As I choke on my beer. Hey, <laughs> last night we were talking. We were talking about Hogan's Heroes. Hence yes. the the photos behind <laughs> us. Before we got so rudely interrupted by <laughs> Bob. Bob. Boob, Bob, Boob, Boob. Um, oh yeah, did you see I'm wearing my yeah my sports shirt? Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm, who that is. Okay. I'm, oh, I forgot you are the second largest sports fan in Ohio. Bes- <laughs> besides Bob. 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 It's like they get paid so much money to fuck up constantly. It's like, where do I get into this gig, man? <laughs> it's like that or weatherman. Yeah, you don't have to be right. You just have to show up and get paid. Sweet. Sign me up. Ooh, Keith McGowan. I, I mean, God, I have to cut that out. <laughs> I can't let that name get out there. Hmm. All right. I, I haven't checked my phone all day. except I had it set for... Uh, to to go off with a funny ringtone when when Burke finally texted me and did it. Oh yeah, I was like, damn, he's wanting to start late. You know, I'm gonna have to hang up on you in like five minutes when my brother calls. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about that. 
No, nah, man, I was just I was helping somebody from work put in a bunch of uh, blinds, and uh, they just got a new small garage put up, and uh, using my uh, impact driver to drill through steel to mount some wood so they could put some shit. Yeah, it was just it was a day. They have a garage. Nah, they got their whole garage tore down in this like metal shed kind of thing and then in mm-hmm. front of the shed it's got this just cover that you could put the car underneath just to have a little bit of shelter like, kind of thing like you know? a carport yeah yeah, yeah. okay so, i was i was gonna say maybe you could build your studio over there it's a little bit of a drive i've got a little shed right in my yard that if i cleaned it out leveled it put That's an cool. air conditioner heater unit in there and more power i could do that but in the middle That's, of winter, walking across, you know, a foot of snow through the lawn to get to my computer, not going to happen. I, <laughs> just, just build a pergola, <laughs> or uh, no. uh, uh, what are what are those what are those covered pathways? There you go. No, <laughs> big old covered pathway. Like like like, I'm looking to to purchase a shed i found one for about six grand and it's a uh, it's 12 foot wide by 24 feet deep okay um to to turn into the uh the davis and davis show studio but i'm also going to kind of make a uh what would you i'll have dartboard out there i'll have uh other stuff out there um but as well there's going to be a bed or a a fold-out bed i haven't figured out which one i'm gonna do something uh, a futon i i don't think i could sleep on a futon ever again the the oh, first okay. the first two years that i lived in um rhode island I slept on a futon, and I don't think my back has ever been. That's literally why I started sleeping on a couch again. <laughs> um, oh my god, the couch is so much better! If you share, if you let me share a screen, I can show you the aerial view of my house, and you'll understand why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you can take take it whenever you would like. So yeah. It's a little far from the back door to put any kind of a whatever on it. <laughs> oh, God. I thought where your arrow was, you were pointing to your house. And I was no, going to no. say, this, damn. This is the house. Dude, dude, you, you got an awfully small house in that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the church across the street that's not caught fire, which I can't figure that one out. Why just me it? being near it should just, it should just catch on fire, you know. Oh, okay. I get yeah. it now. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, are you over there? Like, no, I'm not putting gas on her. Nothing. I, they're fine. They're nice people and everything. It's just me being near a church. It should just, you know, burst into flames because I'm near it. They're nice people. <laughs> no, they were. I mean, when you know, when the guy like, you know, ran into my wife's car and then put a hole in our house, the Reverend was out there and he was trying to help out. He was a nice guy, you know. Has not changed his sign since we've moved in. It says God is greater. I look at it out my window every morning and go, then what? Greater than what? What? <laughs> Three the... years of God is greater. Just change it's... your sign for. Yeah. 
It's the little things, Burke. Um, yeah, it's the little things. Can you tell I'm tired today? I don't think a thing. You have a very bright light source on you. Do you have a window open? We've had this discussion almost every show. You're just really white. It's called the sun. (laughs) And it bleeds through the blinds. (laughs) Now, if I open, hang on. Let me see if I can get to it. If I open the blinds, I'm sure I get brighter. (laughs) Just a little bit. <laughs> That's why we do our show at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> it burns. Uh, okay. What were we freaking? Oh, Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Yeah, we went down the rabbit hole, and I'm really sad that I did. Well, we didn't actually go down the rabbit hole. We were I'm saying, just. I'm saying- for the show you know to do the yeah yeah we we were yeah we're good old bob so do we need to take a break or what have we been going for a half an hour i think i got pee i gotta refill my drink i'm just not awake yet and i only have three oh I only got three beers left for the evening. Uh, all right, we're taking a break, everybody. Yep. All right, uh, everyone. We'll we'll be we'll be we'll be um, right back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there are times when I look above and beyond. There are times when I feel. Forget my baby. I'll never forget you. Forget you. know i still don't know if janet is better looking than latoya oh she's definitely better looking than latoya anyways we're leaving you with janet y'all have a good day (laughs) well we will be back but
back. Love Psychedelic Boy. furs, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, wait, this is Psychedelic first, but didn't Bowie cover this, or did he write it? I, I, I honestly think the Psychedelic Furs wrote this song. I don't think Bowie ever did it a cover, but... Uh, uh, Live did it in 97, Mineral did it in 2010, Todd Rundgren in 2011, all right. That's a song by the Psychedelic Furs, released in 1982. I love the Psychedelic Furs. That's that's right up. That's that progressive right up my alley. Um, Progressive English. Yeah, I I love. Why is it I love English rock so much? I don't because they're very good at it, man. Layla's my favorite song probably of all time and you know you get the Brit on the guitar just fucking killing it now if oh okay here that sounds like Bowie now is this the one they used in the Martian yes it's called Starman. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Oh, oh, oh. Looking back on my radio. Oh, oh, oh. Jack was laying down some rock and roll. Let us know he said. Then the loud sound did seem to fight. We'll get to the show eventually, but we got to jam oh. out to this for a minute. <laughs> I I was so happy when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy and they did Moon Age Daydream by David Bowie. Yeah. Because I love that song too. (laughs) I was like, oh. I mean, yeah, the the, the late 70s were such a fascinating time for music. I mean, you you still had the Beatles around. Mm -hmm. You had these influences like David Bowie and uh, uh, Queen. Um, um, it, it was it was really the king of the of of English rock. I do. Believe. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, British invasion was real, man. Yeah, it, it was dead real. Um, dead real. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, we got we got to get back to Bob Ho- uh, Bob, 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 Bob Bob Hogan. Bob Hogan. Bob uh, Hogan. Really. Bro- uh, Rogan, Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> Rob, um, Rob Hogan, Bob Crane, Bob Crane, Bob Crane, Colonel Hogan. What was Hogan's first name? It was Bob, wasn't it? It was uh, 
I have that at the top of my list. Hold on, please. Uh, Robert E. Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. It was Bob. Okay. I feel better. I don't feel as stupid. <laughs> um, it doesn't take much. Thanks. Oh, look, look. Hang on. <laughs> Connect. It keeps disappearing, man. Now you disappeared. <laughs> no. And and we we love we love Still- computer technology. Hang on one second. Let's okay. see here. Choose. Turn off your background for a second so I can see what the fuck. None. There we go. Connect more, power more. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. This is like an unboxing, man. I'm kind of excited now. Well, remember me saying that I uh, I was having some USB issues? Yeah. These oh. are un 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 Biteable USB cords? Exactly. <laughs> Apparently, because you're not the only person with animals that chew on the USB cords. Okay. Because I have, okay, if you look in the background, you might yeah. see one of the, I have two cats. There's, there's one cat licking its asshole right now. Yes, and she chews cables. Because this is where my desk is. I thought you were sitting over there in front of the big TV. No. No, no, no. My desk is over next to the couch. The couch is right behind me. The uh-huh. old place. I oh, okay. Re- I removed the end table that I had all of my computer shit on so that there was no room for me to do anything. <laughs> and I built the monstrosity that i sent you the l-shaped desk with oh shit that's right so okay but for a while you were sitting in front of that big screen tv over there doing the show correct correct okay 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 i'm not, yes, I, not going crazy okay you are not going crazy i did probably four shows in okay. front of the tv while i was uh in, in the process of uh, i was the, yeah, that was when the computer was new yes i i was literally saving up money to buy the desk and all that oh let's see no you because i'd have to do this yeah there we go um that's a picture from their actual wedding no he was wearing a suit in his wedding that's his that's his jacket why is it that I, i pulled this from his son's website and it said that it was their wedding day. Maybe a few hours before they got married, but uh they maybe they recorded before they uh I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. <laughs> oh my Fucking uh, Pinterest can suck a dick. Gotta hate Pinterest. Dude, get off the Pinterest. That's for women. Well, I, I just want to look up Bob Crane's <laughs> wedding pictures and it takes me right to fucking Pinterest. Like, you bastards. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I love flatter milk. <laughs> Uh, anyway, 
We need to talk about this. Do we? Yeah, we need to finish. I fucked up bigger shows than yours. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> just cat, cat. There's the tail. Where? Goes, where? Right I, there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it only shows up when it's right in front of your face. Yeah, that right. <laughs> so Bob Already. Crane. Bob Mr. Crane. Bob Crane, born we, in Connecticut. We, yeah, we went through uh, uh, his early stages. We went through his Hogan's Heroes times. Um, after Hogan's Heroes, we discussed the fact that he was doing... Um, Dinner theater, basically. Dinner theater to make ends meet because nobody would hire him. Uh, I've I've got kind of like his whole timeline from before Hogan's to after, which some of that kind of comes into the whole thing. So, (laughs) I think we should. I think we should when we do the show. I I can give Warner Klemper a boob now, right there. I think I think next week when we do the show with everyone, you and I need to set our cameras up like this. <laughs> Just the eyeballs and nothing more. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Um yeah, you, I, feel like you I feel like I'm sitting at the kids' table. <laughs> you had a timeline. Now now yeah. uh uh we we did kind of mention Mr. Campbell last night. Uh Carpenter. Carpenter, I mean. Well, you said you didn't want to use any of that because Bob was in there. So do you want to just start from the beginning? So let's, well, I don't want to start from the very beginning because we have a lot of very useful stuff about Mr. Crane. We literally got to the point of where he was. We we had discussed that Richard Dawson introduced him to To John Carpenter. To John Carpenter. And John Carpenter at the time was a, uh, a video sales you work for sony you work for a sony place and yeah yeah if i if i'm guessing i I have some of this like grayed out i think we got to the part where he had married sigrid gave birth to their son whom the name scotty yes and then adopted a daughter i think that's where we left off so if you want to pick up from there we can do that let's pick up from there then okay all right now they got married what uh 19 uh 1970 because he divorced his first year the year before uh hogan's heroes died yeah yeah so yeah he divorced his wife early in 70 and married sigrid late in 1970 and they were married on the set of hogan's heroes with dawson as the best man and then very next very next year they were canceled Uh, later that same year sigrid gave birth to their son who was named scotty uh and then they adopted a daughter um, and th- from the, whatever source I was on this, apparently Sigrid was aware of his extracurricular activities, well, but did, not, uh, but did well, not participate herself. Before you go on, we have to kind of discuss the daughter. Um, I don't know anything about the daughter. I did not find out about the adopted daughter at all. Oh, uh, the, the, the first thing that she said when she was adopted by them was... <laughs> and, And then, and then, and then Bob went. <laughs> just you, you caught me in a jovial mood. 
I haven't had enough beer yet. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Segregate birth. Uh, Bob appeared in one movie. What movie? Uh, it's somewhere else in my thing. But it was also with uh, Werner Klemper and... Uh, um, no, uh, I, uh, and John Banner. I know that he did a movie before. No, they they were there was actually a movie after. A cat, I cannot pet you at the. This is the only time this cat actually wants fucking attention, is when I'm doing something. Can you look up IMDb for me? It's it's like the weird mind of somebody somebody, and it was 1971 or 72, and it was Werner Klemper and. Uh, IMDB and John Banner and Bob Crane, and it did not do very well. Oh, that's the one that flopped. Yeah, it did not do very well at all. So, uh, because of that, so John Banner, Hogan's Heroes, uh, let's. I want to say that it was that one. Show me your filmography, and it would have been right after. 71, 72, somewhere in there. Okay, so right after Hogan's Heroes, let's see here. He was, um, that's a TV series, TV series. All they did was TV series after. Uh, was it the wicked dreams of Paula? There Schultz? we go. Yes, Paul, that yes. was that was the that was 1968. Oh, okay. My during bad. the middle of the run of okay. uh, Hogan's Heroes, and Paula Schultz. I don't know if, if I mentioned it there earlier. Um, in Kill Bill Volume Two, uh, Beatrice is buried alive yeah and the person's grave who she is in is uh the name of that movie right there so that's quentin tarantino's nod to that bizarre little movie that bob crane was in so joey foreman was in it uh elkie summers was in it elkie summers was cute uh that was who Bob Crane was macking on in the in the show. Werner <laughs> Werner Klemperer, mm-hmm. John Banner, mm-hmm. Leon Askin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I was looking to see if there was anyone else that was in Hogan's Heroes that was in this, but it was just those three. Yeah, three, those four. Yep. So anyway, so you went back. You did some. Bob did some TV shows, but to pass the time in between, he would do the roadshow dinner theaters that he'd been, and he'd been doing those kind of on and off during the show anyway. Um, but this allowed him to travel across the country, which then allowed him access to more women. Um, Carpenter, John Carpenter, not that John Carpenter, would time his business trips to meet up with Bob on the road so they could continue their escapades together. Um, and Bob's addiction started spilling over into his family life. His son, Scotty, which was his second marriage son, said his massive amount of pictures were starting to show up in like regular family albums. 
that's got to be a little awkward. Um, now Bob was cast into a Disney movie called Super Dad, and that was with um, oh shit, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Who was the lead in that? Sorry, go on. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Who was the lead in that? Uh, oh god, yeah, hey, I'll just look up Super Dad. Hold it's, on. Uh, I I uh I had to go back to I am IMDB. Super Dad, Super Dad, right there. Nineteen seventy-three. Kurt Russell, Barbara Rush, and Bob Crane. And the usual cast of Disney guys like Joe Flynn and oh Dick Van Patten was in that also. Oh yeah. Um, oh wait, Jonathan Daly, wasn't he in the uh Cannonball Run? No, Petticoat Junction. Yep, think of another guy. All right, never mind. Anyway. Ah, oh, but Nicholas Hammond was in it. Cool. Um, I always liked him. He was he was a big character in a lot of movies. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, but apparently Bob I, I, Bob kind of sounds like he had a little disconnect with reality because like he was pretty open and brazen about his sexual escapades on when he was on set to, with a lot of his co-workers and it, it, you know he'd bring his albums to the set of naked women and, and show people i think he just thought that was like normal normal you know uh unfortunately the uh yeah according to his son robert bob didn't think it would make people uncomfortable bob just saw it as something fun yeah and didn't really think it would get him in trouble yeah it's like yeah he, he um <sighs> I I I found an interview where Kurt Russell talked about this and uh how uncomfortable Kurt Russell was with it and back in in the back of my head I was like but but Kurt you've slept with like 3 quarters of the hot women in in Los Angeles in the 80s but he didn't take pictures of them and show them around to his co-workers there's the fine line i guarantee (laughs) i guarantee he has photos of meg ryan yeah i'm sure but he doesn't show them to fucking everybody he's like you know like whatever yeah but anyway i mean i guess i yeah i guess unfortunately the execs at disney found out yeah, they, they were, were not happy. No bueno. <laughs> no bueno. They now they did not fire Bob from the film right away because he had signed a multi-film deal. If they had fired him right away, they would have had to publicly explain why, and that would tarnish their image as well. So uh, he was never offered a lead role again. He only appeared in one more Disney film in a small bit part. Um, but then in 1975. NBC offered him a show called The Bob Crane Show. Uh, he agreed, but unfortunately, it didn't perform very well. I think it had 13 episodes and it was canceled. So, did we say Dick Van Patten was in that? Super Dad? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he was. It was. Di- I, I, well, yeah. I was just, dude, I was just looking through the photos and I was like, God, that looks like Dick Van Patten. But. <laughs> I, I only remember Dick Van Patten really from Eight is Enough. Yeah. Well, that and uh, uh, 
he played the the king of uh, Druidia. You are so correct. <laughs> Spaceballs. Spaceballs. There mm. goes the neighborhood. <laughs> there, there is going to be uh, uh, one of the, the shows that I have planned for us. And, and I'll cut this little bit out. I'm just going to let you know this. The audience doesn't need to know yet. You and I are going to have to rank all of Mel Brooks movies. Have you ever seen the 12 chairs? I have not seen that yet. That's an old ass one, man. I, I, I have not seen that. I, I've seen almost all of Mel Brooks films. Yeah. Including, including the producers. Oh God. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Who hasn't seen that movie? But I have, I've also seen the producers that came out that was the direct off of the musical. Yes. Um, Nathan is, Lane. With Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Matthew Broderick, yeah. And Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah, she's good. Ula dances now. <laughs> now, Will Ferrell as the Nazi threw me off because I loved the guy they had in the original one. Okay, the guy that was in the original was great. Now, the the, the guy that played Roger, the uh, the gay director, he was actually the guy that played Roger on on uh, on Broadway. Broadway. Okay, but Will Ferrell really kind of yes, he threw me for a loop. But after I watched he, it about the okay. fourth time, I was like, oh my god, this is this is really kind of funny. I wish they would have kept somebody in there that could sing because when he goes and takes over the song, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. If you have somebody that can sing really well. Mm, yeah. Um, anyways, <clears throat> I, I have this whole format set up for the Mel Brooks. We have to rank them. <laughs> I think it's going to be, well, think about it. Blazing Saddles has to go in there somewhere, and you and I will be considered racist for it. Man, I don't care. I don't, neither do I. It's, it's one or two. It's going to be one or two. I, I, it, it really is weird because it depends on my mood from day to day. Do I like Young Frankenstein more, or do I like Blazing Saddles more? I, I don't even know how to respond bond to that because you didn't even put space balls in there space balls is probably the schwartz is probably bigger and better than the schwartz the schwartz is better the schwartz young frankenstein the young frankenstein you only have to know about frankenstein for that to be funny you have to have seen you have to have seen like multiple you know like star wars star trek and all that other crap for Spaceballs to be funny it is funny and it's great because that movie okay we're talking about shit we're going to talk about another episode we gotta get back to bob crane (laughs) anyway boyle is phenomenal in that movie I can't another race. <laughs> Sounded like you last night. <laughs> yeah. And, and tell me, Tim from college does not look exactly like him. Tim Kelly. 
Tim Kelly. Yes. <laughs> like a miniature version. <laughs> he, he, he's kind of like a smashed face version. Oh, oh God. Tim is never going to like me after this. Oh, I don't shit. think he ever did. Tim, Tim didn't like me in college, so I don't really care. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I, I rubbed his muffin wrong, but I, def- I definitely, hey, did I press record? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> Dude, we, we drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, getting back to the topic at hand. Uh, God, yeah, you've was- you've got me all self conscious now, thinking that people didn't like me because now I really realized Tim Kelly didn't like me. You really don't give a fuck. Why do we? <laughs> I do. No, I, you don't. I I do give a fuck. I gave a fuck for about that long. <laughs> there you go, and we're good. and we're back. <laughs> so anyway. Bob Crane and, and Sigrid uh, separated in 1977. Probably because he slept with Tim Kelly. I'd put that as a feather in your cap at that point, wouldn't you? I mean, you know, God, Bob Crane was a good looking dude. I don't think I would have slept with Tim Kelly. No, Bob Crane. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, you know, okay. You know, it's Colonel Hogan for fuck's sake. But anyway. He stayed doing the dinner theater thing and guest appearance on TV and shows for him. He showed up on an Bet episode. That's the freaking Grand Canyon. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I don't want to know at this point. Um, I, I actually got to watch the episode of him on the Love Boat. <laughs> oh yeah. It was pretty fucking cringy too, man. When you know his background, I'm watching it going, "Oh, this did not age well." But um, and he and Gavin McCloud did something together at some point. Gavin might have been in that movie, the Paula Schultz movie. I oh, I was going to say Carpenter's movie. Uh, no, not that, not those movies. <laughs> but anyway, Bob um, was staying, and yeah, so yeah, we're getting into the thick of it here. Bob was staying in Scottsdale, Arizona in 1978 for a show called Beginner's Luck. On June 29th, he had not shown up to the performance, and one of his co-stars went to his place. As she entered the bedroom, she discovered the 49-year-old crane lying on the bed, beaten to death, and an electrical cord tied around his neck. Now, Scottsdale police did not have much training in homicides because they only had like one or two a year. And they really messed up a lot of the procedures and, and, and did not follow protocols because they just, it was out of their, their wheelhouse, basically. Um, they, they actually let the family in to take things away before they completely finished processing the scene. Um, the police found his video equipment and his photos, which led them to John Carpenter, who had been in Phoenix a couple days earlier to visit Bob. They were suspicious of him as he was one of the last people to see Bob alive. And the murder weapon was likely a camera tripod. Bob sells tripods or whatever. Yeah, or John did. Um, they actually examined Carpenter's rental car. They did find traces of blood and tissue. The blood type testing 
matched with Bob's Bob Crane's blood type. But DNA testing was years away at that point, so they couldn't do any DNA testing. Well, John had denied killing his friend, and since there was only circumstantial evidence, he was set free. And but there's a lot of people that still believe that Carpenter was the killer. Um, and actually, according to Bob's son Robert, weeks before his death, Bob had been complaining that Carpenter had become a nuisance and was intending to cut off the friendship. Robert thinks Carpenter was enraged by this because without the charm and celebrity of Bob around, his ability to feed his own sexual addiction would rapidly diminish because they, they, you know, Bob Crane always said, oh, this is John, my manager. And that was kind of like, you know, the wingman thing going on there. Hey, I, I don't mean to, to go backward, mm-hmm. backwards here, but um, so you brought up the love boat thing and I didn't I didn't know that he was on it. He was on Love Boat in 1978. Yep. Um, that's the same episode that the star from Airplane was in. Yeah, Robert, not Robert Hatch. Um, yeah. He, he, okay, so he played the boyfriend. Boyfriend or husband of a girl and the girl apparently was Bob Crane's character's daughter yeah, it was a it was a thing. It, the writing back then sucked, and I didn't realize how bad it sucked until I watched that episode. I'm like, ah, this sucks. Can't hear it, but I can see it. Not Robert Hatch. What's his name? I know what you're really after, Sam Bradley. What? You want a picture of me unpacking? <laughs> Robert Hayes. Excuse me. Compliments of the ship. Oh, isn't that nice? Yes, welcome aboard. I also have a little gift from me to you. Caviar. I don't know what to say. We'll certainly mention your kindness to the captain. I wouldn't do that if I were you. You see, it's from the captain's private stock. The very best. LSB. Less said, the better. You know what I mean. <laughs> the The funny thing about him is that he, he's still, uh, uh, you know, yes, there's cringy moments <laughs> because we know what we know. Yes. If I were a director, just because of how he interacts with the camera, I'd cast him. Oh yeah, no, I very personable, quick wit, great I mean, voice. Yeah, and, you know, good looking dude. I mean, yeah, he he had it all. I mean, he's he almost he is almost as good looking as I am. Almost, and not al- quite. Almost has almost, almost has the same he's, voice. He's just almost there. Yeah, I know. I God, I can't wait. It's a curse. You just have to live with Scott. I know it is so hard. <laughs> it really is now the bludgeoning uh okay so so the blood thing mm-hmm. they said that it was the same type the same blood type i don't know yeah. if it's a negative or positive or whatever but it's the same now, blood type now they went through the whole trial and everything and the guy was found guilty and then he was acquitted in the appeal uh when dna testing came back yeah, it was like ninety 
two or three, or I think. They they took the last of the blood samples and it turned out to be negative. Yeah, for... they said they found two donors. One was yeah. a male and one, and one was, was unknown. Un, un, yeah, well, it, it was degraded and they couldn't tell. But the tissue samples, they had t- at least taken pictures of the tissue samples, but the Scottsdale police lost they lost the tissue sample. And, and, and they're a forensic uh, a photographer or whatever said they very much look like brain tissue. Right. But um, it was gone, so they couldn't, they couldn't look at that. Which, which basically brings you to the point of, of this will, this will never be solved. No. Uh, uh, well, Carpet- I mean, everybody's dead now. Carpenter, Carpenter died, died in uh, yeah 1998. Um, all all the people involved are have passed away anyway. So it, now, it's just the kids left. Now, post his death, a lot of bad stuff happened. Uh, There's a movie that came out that pretty much. Well, the the Great Kinnear movie. I, before we get to that, I'm going to get to to the son. Uh, Scott, uh, Scott, yeah, that website up for a while. Scott started a website where you could actually pay to look at the crime scene photos, to look at his dead father, to look, look at, at the Bob's, nudies that, yeah, Bob, the nude pictures of all of his conquests. And, yeah. and this really kind of put a big rift between him and the rest of the family. The rest of the family was pissed off about it, which I can understand. I mean, I personally sat back when I read all this and, and said, dude, you're profiteering off of your father's death. And that's just not, that's not kosher. Um, but then again, neither was Bob. Bob, yeah. was, Bob was not kosher. Uh, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, apparently. Oh. Um, uh, well, I mean, if 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 Scott's going to go and post that stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, after a while, uh, he took down the pay site version of it and um it became kind like of a memorial a, site yeah which i think that was only done because of the the uh the pressure from the family yeah um i just found that to be like really sad uh because the rest of bob crane's kids uh didn't didn't want to memorialize their father with a, a bunch of nudie photos or, you know, the, they didn't want the lasting image to be of Bob Crane's smashed in head, which yeah. to this day, because Scott did that, you can go online and find those photos. You can actually find the videotape from Scottsdale police department when they oh, wow. videotaped their walkthrough and basically pointed out the hole in the back of of Bob Crane's head. Yeesh. Yeah, it's it it was disturbing and uh 
I was not a big fan of that. Um. Anyways, uh, to this to this day, somebody, somebody in this world knows what happened to Bob Crane. I don't know if it's a son of somebody, but somebody knows. But we'll never, we'll yeah. never know. This 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 was one of those senseless, you know. Well, there there were a couple of people like um, a boyfriend and uh, uh, of one of the girls that he had of, slept with, yep. and, and a husband of a girl he had slept with that had publicly publicly come out and said, you know, I'm gonna if I ever meet him in the street, I'm gonna fuck him up. And so I mean, there left, were left a note on his ex well soon they weren't they never were they never got divorced uh ingrid um they never got divorced uh but somebody left a note on her garage door saying that they would kill him if they ever got the chance yeah so i mean there is a possibility that it was not carpenter it could have been the jealous and there had to be hundreds of those out there in the uh, world you know what dna it, it's really sad that they lost the uh the the piece of um either brain matter or or piece of the Whatever skull tissue yeah because that would have been the key to everything that would have that would have solved every bit of it uh but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I, at this point in time, yeah, I I always hated that that justice wasn't served. Um, but at the same token, this is this is the problem that we had pre nineteen eighty two eighty five when DNA testing became really really when forensic testing became. A, a very viable way to solve cases. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, 10 years later, whoever did it would have been caught. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Now, the other sad thing is, is that Hogan's Heroes, when it was canceled, was actually at the top of the list for sitcoms at that point in time. I had never read why. I, I don't. I don't think anybody knew, or I never found out. Uh, nobody ever really explained why it was canceled and why it was. Can- I mean, it went seven seasons, yeah. uh, which is that's a heck of a run in the seventies. And it was still top of the charts. I mean, it wasn't the number one sitcom out there, but it was still it was still making them money. It was, yeah, it was definitely making them money. I don't know if 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 it was a writer issue or if it was. I mean, nobody in any of the interviews that I went through, and I went through Robert Clary's, I went through yeah. uh, uh, Richard Dawson's interviews. Um, and I went through Larry Hovis's interviews, not one of those people discussed why Hogan's heroes was shut down. I'm I'm sure they never found out. You'd have to interview. You probably have to interview one of the execs and they're probably dead by now too. So, well, I mean, maybe, and who knows, maybe they found out about Bob Crane's collection and said, let's 
let's cut our losses now just in well, case. Remember, his wife was on the show at the end of the season or yeah. at the end of the, the run. So if she knew something about what was going on with Robert and that got to the executives, yeah, that, that could have ended that real quick. Yeah, they might have just, um, they might have said we need to distance ourselves now. I mean, truthfully, it was a gold mine. No, oh, yeah. But but you also have to remember that that uh uh besides Feldman being the producer, Feldman was the one producer that was there through the whole run. This was being produced by Bing Crosby Studios. So Bing Crosby was a holier than thou. He was yeah, never never portrayed yeah. as a as a bad person. If somehow that got out to the production company, I could totally see Bing Crosby going, Nope, no bueno, not gonna happen. We're done. There's the there's my word for the day, no bueno. No bueno. Uh so I could totally see that happening. Um, I mean, you're talking about the king of Christmas. Bing Crosby was the king of Christmas in, in the early 70s. Oh, yeah. So I had to move my uh, my mouse because I kept spilling beer on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't advance my page. Trying to remember what show that Crane and and uh, Captain Steubing did together. I, I don't know what it was. They were in something together. Merle, 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 Merle Steubing was his uh, was his character's ah. name. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear something that sounds like the Love Boat next week. <laughs> Have you got your team picked out? Fuck no. You don't have your team picked out yet. Well, I got Sam. So I need two more. Sam's only going to get like three of the questions. I don't have a bunch of older people to get on my show. They're all going to be young people. It's just going to be all on my shoulders. Maybe you should call Tim Kelly. be a great show he'd hang he'd hang up after the first 10 minutes (laughs) Ah, now i remember why i hated him (laughs) he's a jerk what a jackass (laughs) i think i have my friend jordan on as well well i have two jordans aren't you special i have the jordan from work who i will definitely have on because he'll know the younger shit and then I may have, I may have the other Jordan come in. Um, the other Jordan's been trying to get me to go out to the, uh, to the casino with him for the past month, and I've just been, I've been busy. I don't, I don't know. Uh, he canceled on me one day, like the day before we were supposed to go, and. He's like, uh, I got a job. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to cancel on you. 
And I kind of sat there and I went, you know what? Fine. Take the work. You know, I, I only called off of work on <laughs> Friday to go to this. Not a problem, dude. Yeah. Well, Have fun. I'm I'm only missing out on $150 worth of pay to go tomorrow. Have a good day. Um You know what? I really need to enlarge the print on this because I keep hitting the wrong buttons. Uh yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that's uh, that's all I've got on on Bob and Hogan's Heroes. So, I figured we were done talking about that. Yeah, um, I, I don't know what our conclusion is. It was a great show, but I um, love. I mean, I watched that show in reruns on probably Channel Forty Three. Would be WUAB Channel Forty Three, Cleveland, and, and uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a funny show. I mean, it was a, it was a great show for a kid to watch you know it was it was clean enough for anybody to watch you know and it was funny i i will say this it's definitely not as funny as finest crew in starfleet <laughs> <laughs> I say it's okay. So, I wouldn't say that we grew up on this. This this came out when we were post college. Yeah, yeah. My mom had to force me to watch this show. Because I had watched all the originals probably on Channel Forty Three when I was in like you know sixth, seventh grade. You know, no fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Yeah, I was. I I'd seen pretty much all of them. All the originals. I don't think I want to do a review of uh, Star Trek. Uh, yeah. It's really simple. When Riker grew a beard, the show got better. End of story. <laughs> no, okay. You know of the saying, jumping the shark, correct? Yes. Do you know where that comes from? In the series Happy Days, there was an episode where the Fonz jumped his motorcycle over a tank of sharks. And from that moment on, the quality of the show sank to horrendously low levels. So because of that episode, when a show starts declining in quality, they call it jumping the shark. Nowadays... The antithesis to that, a, a show that has come out and all of a sudden starts gaining greatly in quality, they say has grown the beard. And that is a direct reference to Riker growing a beard in Star Trek, the next generation. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Uh, okay, that's very hilarious. <laughs> Um, yeah, that show got their beard. Yeah, <laughs> this means the show's you know getting in quality. It's it's kind of cool. You, you know what's very weird? I I have 
Dream Police on here. Which means play it, man. Which means that I have Cheap Trick on here somewhere. Right. Yet I can't find it. I might have sent it to you. Uh, what was dreams? Oh, this is oh oh. Everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Uh, He's having aural orgasm all of a sudden. Oh, I actually. Oh, this is Tangerine Dreams, man. (laughs) I saw them at Nautica. It was a great show. Did you really? I did. Oh, it's fabulous. Nautica is where I went and I went and saw Skid Row and Warrant <laughs> at the same time. Oh. That is from the Risky Business soundtrack. Risky business. What a great flick. Porsche. There is no substitute. And that was the 928. Man, that, the goofy headlights pop. Yeah. Dude, you say goofy headlights. That was my favorite Porsche. I got to ride in one of those. My, my no, well, uh, Carl's next door neighbor, Rudy, okay. had one took me out on the highway in this thing and Rudy didn't when he drove fast did not care about road rules he just drove wherever he wanted to he passed some like we were in the right hand lane and he wanted to pass this person so we came up on an on-ramp he went on to the portion of the on-ramp and passed him on the right hand side to go oh god it, but yeah that car was g- glorious The because it was a eight cylinder up front like proper american car layout it and it sounded fabulous still it it had some shit and gift oh my god that car was good still rear wheel drive oh yeah but had this v8 power in the front it was incredible there's a hatchback you know me and hatchbacks man now now everyone knows i have bmw and Which we've had you, you quit using your turn signals forever. Forever. What what I that thing will do 155 with no problem. What What's that clicking noise? Signal for. Oh my god. <laughs> um but a Porsche dude I almost bought a Porsche instead of the BMW. I almost bought the Boxster. The I got to drive a Boxster or uh our owner had one and and i asked him if i could borrow it one weekend and he's like yeah sure go ahead man it, it was a boxer s as a matter of fact what a great car man didn't beat you up no had plenty of power convertible it was a joy to drive that car it, you could throw it into a corner and it was like that's cool it, it just it didn't complain ever it, it's just yeah just well, a that, great all-around car my friend ej uh who's who's actually 
I think he was on like two episodes of Gas Monkey Garage. Oh, wow. Uh, EJ, when he was working at the Irving Art Center, went and bought a Porsche Boxster. And he let me drive it. And I was like, this is a great little car. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and he said that the, the, the cost, like the cost on my BMW is high. The cost on his Porsche Boxster was nothing. He was like, oil change, $55. I was like, that's not bad. Now, I found out with my BMW, an oil change is $100 unless you have a coupon. (laughs) Even at, like, the local places? Even at the quick change because it has to use synthetic motor oil. Well, everything uses synthetic. My fucking Civic uses synthetic now. Yeah. Regular, I have zero 20 in my car. A, a, a synthetic oil change here in Texas is $99. Ooh. That's 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 because y'all couldn't pull it out of the ground. So we're going to charge you more. Far from Nugent. <laughs> We we pulling up out of the ground to where we're fine. We're fine. (laughs) It's all them newfangled freaking non-American cars that that everything up. You know, we make Teslas here in freaking Texas. (laughs) (laughs) We have a we have a sunshine here. As much sunshine. Which one? No, we have a Toyota factory. Sorry, yeah, it's Toyota. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We make the Toyota Corolla here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, the Honda plants are in um, Alabama, Ohio, Indiana, um, right across Lake Erie in London, Ontario. They've got the uh, R&D department in California and in Ohio. And then we've got a plant down in Mexico. Hey, do you remember me talking about uh, the the doing a Christmas show where where we rank uh, and do little excerpts uh, from Christmas movies that we think are the best Christmas movies ever? And I I was telling you about Mixed Nuts, which was uh, Steve Martin. Okay. It sounds vaguely familiar. It must have been late in the night. Um, one of the guys that that you're not very happy with is, was Adam Sandler. Yeah. I wonder whether your name starts with a C or a K. I wonder whether you prefer I'm enjoy to Milky Way. I you see, I liked him in Fifty First Dates actually quite a bit. To the right. I wonder who you think would win if me and Philip got into a fight. Oh, so many things for me to wonder. Do love his turkey song. I wonder when Elliot said goodbye to E.T. 
did you break down and cry? I wonder if I gave you pudding, eggs, and flour. Could you make a Boston cream pie? I wonder if your eyes close when you come in for a kiss. I wonder if we had a baby, would you object to having a bliss? Oh, so many things for me to wonder. <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. I have so many show ideas lately. That's good. And, uh, Are you writing them in the in the uh, thing to keep them there? Hell no, because I I need to I I, I need for it to fester. Okay, I guess I'm gonna open this up here. Uh, that's in our Google Drive, isn't it? Yeah. Suggestion list. Yeah. Oh, shit. We have MASH on there. They're just suggestions, dude. No, no. MASH is another one that is... You see, I love MASH until they started becoming way too political. And then I started to not like it as much. Now, it was always political. It was always political because it was about war. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a liberal take on war. But the last, the last three seasons of MASH, it became really ultra-political. We were going through a lot of turmoil in the country yeah. and a lot of it had to do i mean you, you were dealing with the iran crap uh there there was just, we had we had jimmy carter who if it was any other time in our country's life probably would have been one of the best presidents ever he's a cool dude but he got caught in the middle of that Iran shit. And, you know, that there was just no way out of it. Yeah. For him. The, the was, damned if you do, damned if you don't. He was kind of screwed. The only thing that he could do was threaten to annihilate the country. And he wasn't going to do that. He had, he had backbone. He was not going to do that. Now, Reagan had no problem walking into office going, I'll blow you the fuck up. How about we just send some jets over there and fuck you all up? Thank you very much. And next thing you know, all of the prisoners were released. Maybe that's you know, what the, I... the, the sad thing is, like, you go back and you, you you actually look at all this stuff. It was kind of Carter who got them released, but it happened during Reagan's time. He got all the credit for it. It was it was a little messed up. There, there was a lot of messed up there. Like yeah. we, we tried to do a rescue attempt. Oh yeah, all the all the the sandstorm that took down all the helicopters and shit. Yeah, that well, was bad. That was my squadron when I was oh, in the navy. Fuck. So, like literally, when Captain Martello, I went and went in uh, to HM twelve, and uh, 
I met up with the command master chief first, all that. And then I, I met with uh, Captain uh, Commander Martello. No, I think it was the captain at the time. Captain Martello uh, was the was the CO. And he sat down with me for a half an hour and talked about the history of HM-12. And he was like, you know, we're training squadron now. But back in the day, we we blah, 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 blah. He was like, we lost helicopters in Iran. And I was like, okay, you're awfully intense, Captain Martello. You're making me a little nervous. I don't know what to do. But he actually inspired me when I was in the Navy. He was a tough-ass dude who who believed that HM-12 could be the best squadron in the world. Then I met my ex-wife there, and I realized as long as you have little shits like her here, it's never going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> still a little stingy, huh? I'm so glad my daughters don't listen to me. I, I, I heard that one of my daughters got married. Really? Yeah. Fuck, they're that old? Yeah, I was not invited. <laughs> Oddly enough. <laughs> Got up, but Tim Kelly was. Uh, <laughs> was he the groom? I think he gave my daughter away. <laughs> Here's some karma for you. Uh, dumbass. <laughs> I. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hey, that's a great picture, Pine. Hey, guess what? What? Put in bay. Uh, that's getting close, man. I. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Just hit it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
because we're on the final countdown. To Scott landing at Cleveland Hopkins Airport. Of which Burke is charging me $50 extra to pick me up there instead of Akron Canton. Duh. I drive my ass to fucking Cleveland. Asshole. It's on the oh, way. We're, we're, we're taking off right from there to put in bay, right? Yeah, we're going straight uh, yeah. to put in bay. Yeah. <laughs> we will start drinking at about freaking 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, you'll be drinking in my car knowing my <laughs> luck. <laughs> yes. Yes, ladies. Oh, I just popped my tooth. Wow. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be up in Putin Bay on September 20th. Uh, what time does my flight get in? Where's my phone? Ah, here we go. I Notice I had my phone muted so that you didn't hear it. And I fly in at... Eight o'clock in the morning or something like that. DFW to Cleveland. Oh, they've changed my flight time. I am now arriving at twelve fifty-five. In the afternoon? In the afternoon. Yeah, well, okay. What the hell? I can't find uh, the text with your thing. That's all right. That's better for me. I am not flying first class. Bastards. Oh my god, and they put me on a 737 Super 8. I'm gonna die. Well, just send me the updated information, so I've got it. So I will be there. We will be in Putin Bay by two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I will be as Drunk long as by three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, which brings us to Yeah, there's a Pat Daly song about Putin Bay. You're kidding. No. You want to hear it? Do you have it? Is it, it on right now? It's up. Yeah, just put in Bay song 2012. Hit it. Share. Uh, yes. Share sound.
that the actual video? Yeah, this is a video for this song. It's put in May, man. Got good clam chatter at that joint. That's our hotel. Nice. Apparently, there's three hotels with pools like that, so hard to say. But oh shit! There's a brewing. Uh, there's a brewery. <laughs> oh, we're far from Nugent. <laughs> God, it looks good. I'm not going up there. Give me a step. I've already been up there. Assuming in September it won't be that full. I don't know that the race will bring some people in. I found out you don't have to pay for the race. You just go there and watch it. And we might get to go to the hangar that Bob's got his car at instead of with the general populace. So we'll find out later. Well, there you go. Uh, I am, uh, I've already paid for like half of our hotel. Okay. Uh, because I had to pay for half of it up front to get the reservation. Uh, we're gonna, when I get there, we're gonna have to stop in like Lorraine or something, uh, and find a store for us to pick up food and snacks and stuff like that because i i don't mind going out and eating but i snack a lot and uh why don't we'll we'll talk off screen but i can probably buy that shit cheaper at my local store cat quit getting on my keyboard no way kitty i love i i have i have two mp3 players nice and honestly we could actually do a show with the two mp3 players and i can put them both together with my editor um for some odd reason i think my phone has some sort of app that i can record stuff uh, with i'm sure it does uh 
The only reason that I'm doing the MP3 players is because the quality is better. I mean, okay. it's designed specifically to do podcasts and such. Yeah. Yeah. And both of them have batteries that last up to 40 hours. So oh, shit. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This is an easy way for us to sit down, do notes, do whatever we need to do with it. Um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this. I've needed, I I need to get out of here. It's hot. <laughs> It'll be nice and cool. It's going to be late September. It should be nice and cool. I'm hoping the weather is good. I wonder if there is a weather app. Let's see. How many days is that from now? It's about a week and a half. So I need a 14, 20, 30-day uh, forecast. Let's see here. Today is September 7th, and I am there on September 20th. So it is... Uh, 30-day long range for Cleveland. Here we go. Yeah, we're going to be there the 20th. The 20th, uh, and this could change at any moment. Um, daytime, 63 to 73 degrees. Wednesday, 62 to 72. Thursday, 63 to 73. Friday, 63 to 73. It's going to be in the 70s and sunny, according to this. No. Now, that could change at any moment. But that's just fucking spiffy as shit. Oh. Oh, you have no clue how exciting that makes me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I mean, I I don't know if the pool will be open or not. I mean, seventies kind of not that. A little chilly for the pool, but yeah. yeah. Um, but there are bars. Yes, yes, there are that will be open. I have uh. I have money. I'm Ray. I got a couple bucks saved up. I'm okay. We'll get to see Bob. I'll finally get to meet Bob. If he gets his car running, yes. And he should. It should be done. Well, it's it's awfully close yeah. to the time. I mean, I, I'm, I have faith in him. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's not him. It's him getting the parts in in time. He's waiting on a uh, uh, oh, got it. Brain cells are dead. Uh, the thing that connects the engine to the wheels, a uh, shaft, uh, uh, drive shaft. Yeah, drive shaft. That's it. Connected by U bolts. Uh, it's British, maybe. <laughs> it's gonna have a universal. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We're talking 60s technology. Maybe. Uh, I find I finally found it. I finally found it. Five o'clock somewhere. Oh, God. Uh, oh, oh. I, you know, I didn't realize that you liked 
Cheap Trick. I love Cheap Trick, man. I got introduced to them when I went to that private school. And like one of the girls there was like heavily into Cheap Trick, gave me the Dream Police album to listen to. I was blown away, man. I love that album. And I've loved them ever since. I saw them live at the Civic Theater, like dead center and six rows up. It was it was phenomenal. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. I I I actually found a disc when I was going through building this computer and all that. Uh, where I had cassettes that I had built that I had transferred over to CD <laughs> for women in the past. <laughs> this song was on probably eight of the 14 albums that I had. <laughs> Your awesome mixtapes. Yes, yes. Hey, come on. Back in the 80s, the the, the mixtape was the best way for you to explain how you felt without having to do it You didn't yourself. have to actually talk about your feelings. You could do a mixtape. Honey, here, just listen to this. <laughs> between, between this song and Somebody by... Depeche Mode. <laughs> I did, that's oh god! I got I'm, I got to put that on. Do you have our uh, Do you have our future show list up by chance? We don't have a future show list. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we have suggestions. Oh, the suggestions. Yes, I have the suggestion list up. Yes. Put down on there your best mixtape mix. Got it. Oh. 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 Because I know you've built. I know you've built some mixtapes. Oh, God, yeah. And even mixed CDs. But, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've even done mixed CDs. I, yeah, when I, I found out my computer could burn CDs, I was all in on that shit. Dude, I made mixtapes all the way up until I met Sandy. Then I realized that women were evil. And She's Tight's another great song from them that was like some of their later stuff that I really love. But yeah, Dream Police for me is like some of my favorite music from them. Uh, let's see here. Yes. It's it's crunchy and smooth. It's it's, it's peanut butter, baby. <laughs> it's peanut butter. She's one of a kind. She's tight. She's a talented girl. She's 
I always like this song. Train of thought. We throw it out. Such great music. Oh, God, I love them to death. Uh, all right. I, I got to kill that because she actually put me in the mood to hear something else. <laughs> we have we well, from somebody I, getting murdered to really kick ass music and put in bay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if you're going to like this or not. Um, no, but play it, th- man. You never this, know. This is a woman who I actually lit uh five times here in dallas i even i even litter at uh texas stadium so yeah i i actually lit this lady four times uh they brought her in for a dallas cowboys um shindig and i i litter at uh uh texas state the old texas stadium Anyways, let's see here. That's the wrong song. Not Alicia, is it? Alicia Keys. Oh wow. I do like her quite a bit. Pretty much if you play piano, I, I got I give you props and respect. I I think vocal wise. Oh, and she sounds fabulous too. Okay, uh, we had... Uh, Wait, do you have New York City from her? Yeah, that's what this is. Oh, well, then keep playing it, bitch. Well, I will in a second. All right. Here's the thing. Alicia Keys was Here, born... Here's the thing? Alicia Keys was born in New York. I'm from Cleveland. I had Michael Stanley, who who wrote a lot of good songs about Cleveland. I love the passion that Alicia Keys has for the town that she grew up in. And it totally shows in this song. I can make it here. I can make it anywhere. That's what they 
Sounds fantastic live. Holy cow. What a great MIB song! Free. Oh yeah, I, God, I love that song. Always I mean, have. The, the, my time is past. I understand that. In my in my line of work, my time's past. Um, when I worked with her and I heard that song, I was like, "Damn, I want to go back to New York." <laughs> I, so do I. I. I just I want to go back to New York and try it again. And see if if there's a different outcome this time. I mean, my outcome wasn't bad. Um, and, and I met a ton of people. I mean, working with Hal Pinkley was one of the, the best things that ever happened to me. But would it be different this time? Would 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 I get a Hamilton? Would I get <laughs> You know, I just I I think her song 
every time I worked with her, I was inspired to go back <laughs> and try again. But let's uh-huh. face it, when you're talking about a song or music, if it inspires you, if if it gives you emotions, that is what a song is meant to do. That is what it is for. And it that song really does its job really well. It it really does. Hey, by the way, okay, so I may have to post that video that I showed you the other day. Uh, I should have, I should Burke a, a video that I took of my, um, my, uh, what is that game that I play? It's not Roller Coaster Tycoon, it's a, uh, uh, Roller Coaster Sim? No. What is it that I play here? I uh, let me shrink you for a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, I cannot minimize you, so I have no clue. Um, <laughs> Coaster Kenobi, Coaster. What the Coaster fuck? Coaster Tycoon. No, it's something. Planet Coaster. That's oh, what okay. it's called. All right, so I made. I made some modifications to a ride <laughs> to where it now plays uh, a certain song. Oh, you didn't have the audio on the clip. Do you know that? Wait, what? You didn't have that audio on the clip. I was just watching the, the video of it. No audio. Oh, you're kidding. No. <laughs> you have the SWAT music to that? I do. <laughs> and and all of a sudden there's there's like there's... a minute into it, there's there's this video screen that the ride goes into and what does it have? The the, the parking deck and the shooting and the guys getting hit by cars and Oh, it was yeah, fucking but, great, but, man. But the video screen that you sink into, and all of a sudden there's the Davis and Davis show logo. Oh, God, that's right. Our fucking logo in Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's us. <laughs> we're, we're officially in Planet Coaster now. <laughs> if we're canon. All right. <laughs> I do, however, blow up every person, every cop that's in there. <laughs> Half the people waiting in line, they die. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, you honestly, you, you honestly can't beat that. Ooh. Ooh. I think you played this one last night. I did. But this is good background music, man. Uh, is this La Habanera? No, this one is uh, Call It Love. Oh, okay. It's almost that entire album. Is- it, it could be used in any movie at, at any time as kick-ass background music. And, it's, and it's fucking great. The, the band that we're talking about is Yellow. And I'll tell you what, this is, I went through that whole album the minute that you had me buy it looking 
for the song that I wanted, which <laughs> was not there. Wasn't there. And you were like, ah, this is fantastic. And I was like, this is great background music for like our our going out and our, our intro, intro times. Intro, background. Like, oh, you could use perfect. any of this music. And in, 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 if you were going to do a movie, I would definitely find a song from them or get them to write a song for the movie because their shit's so atmospheric. Is yeah, that a, is that a, a word? That's a great... I mean, this is... They're on the level of Tangerine Dreams. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, I've i been very impressed with them. Now, uh, M83 is another one that, that I think is, is... Well, M83 is actually used in tons and tons of movies, films, different stuff. I, I've heard of them. Their Midnight City song, you, you can't go anywhere and not hear it. As a matter of fact, I should I should pop that baby in there. <laughs> uh, well, you know, for an EDM group, it's it's pretty awesome that you you come up with something that uh, uh, people are just really really into. Uh, let's see here. No room for you. Not when M83 is playing. No, I got peanuts and bags of stuff over here where he normally sits. He's like, what is this shit? What did you knock over? Kendrick. Where are you, Kendrick? Nah, he's he's jumping over. So this is M83, which is an EDM site, uh, EDM group, basically. I actually fell in love with by seeing them at Gillies in Dallas. Oh, wow. Wait, Gillies? Yeah. Wait, that isn't the bar from uh, the John Travolta movie? Originally, it was. Oh, uh, my God. The the original Gillies shut down and uh, Mickey moved it to... Uh, the south side of Dallas. Um, 
but yes, the the urban cowboy. The urban cowboy. Thank you. Was was made, produced, uh, uh, filmed all at Gillies in Dallas. They had the bull. <laughs> uh, they also had some of the best damn steak that you could ever have in your life. Now, to expand upon the Gillies empire, <laughs> let me just snort a little. Uh, <laughs> they, they, <clears throat> after Urban Cowboy in Las Vegas, they put in a Gillies in the Frontier Hotel. And it was an exact duplicate of the original Gillies. So you could go there and you could get your steak, all that stuff. They had the mechanical bull there. You could go do everything that you could do at the original Gillies. Now, even better than that, at Choctaw Casino, there's a Gillies. I don't know if they have the mechanical bull there, but they do have the live bull riding. Okay. Uh, and it's just, it's a great place to go and have a good time. I Well, I'm a casino guy. Anyways, um, I had to play this one song for you. This is by M83. And after I bought their album, after seeing their concert, I got hip to the song, and I was like, this is freaking hilarious. Um, all right, so so he, I cannot say what the name of the song is because it's like Recante Moi Woon Historia. Okay. Graph, there we go. Jumping into the planet, climbing the buildings, swimming in the 
right, I gotta skip one for you. Uh oh, hang on, hang on. What do you have? What do you have? The duck song. No, you do not. You don't have the duck song. I have the duck song. Whoa, give us the duck song. Is this disco duck? You're not sharing. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand And he said to the man running the stand Hey, bump, 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 got any grapes? The man said, no, we just sell lemonade But it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade Can I get you a glass? The duck said, I'll pass Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle Till the very next day, bump, 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 bump When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand No, like I said yesterday, we just sell lemonade, okay? Why not give it a try? The duck said, goodbye. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Till the very next day, bum, 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 When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand, and he said to the man, run in the stand. Hey, bum, 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 got any grapes? Told you it was stupid. The man said, look, this is getting old. I mean, lemonade's all we've ever sold. Why not give it a go? The duck said... That was enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) I I have one better. It's Bob's theme song to begin with. Bob's theme song. theme song because his grandchildren make him play this over <laughs> and over and over again. So when I want to annoy Bob <laughs> I start to play Say 
Have you heard the uh, the one about I want an iPhone? No. Oh, here. Oh wait, I might have to redo this because. Uh... Oh no! Sorry. We are currently sold out. However, we did finally get some more HTC Evos in. What? Is it an iPhone? No, it is that 4G phone on Sprint. If it's not an iPhone, why would I want it? Well, it's similar to an iPhone, but has a bigger screen. I don't care. The internet speeds are around three times faster. I don't care. It has a higher resolution camera on both the front and the back. I don't care. And it doesn't require you to be on Wi-Fi to use video chat. I don't care. It's battery-replaceable, <laughs> as is the memory card. I don't care. It is highly customizable, everything from the widgets to the icons, the fonts and even has video wallpaper. I don't care. The monthly bill is cheaper. I don't care. It fucking prints money. I don't care. It can grant up to three wishes, even if one of those wishes is for an iPhone. I don't care. It has an app that will build you an island, and then it fucking transforms into a jet and flies you there. I don't care. And it's motherfucking indestructible. I don't care about any of that. Okay, fine. Then what the hell entices you about the iPhone 4, if you don't mind me asking? It is an iPhone. You do realize that doesn't mean anything, it's a brand. They could put out a fucking brick and call it an iPhone if they wanted to. Yes, but it's the best phone. Can you explain how? I can download apps to it. Big fucking deal. My eight-year-old niece's shitty boost mobile phone has apps on it. And has the Wi-Fi's. What the fuck? Do you even know what that means? Um, it can. I, it, um. Listen, I'm out of the goddamn iPhone anyway. I guess if you're fine using AT&T's shitty-ass network and don't mind paying out the ass for the plan and the phone and also don't mind having a brand new phone that's already behind the curve, then I can put you on our reservation list. No, I'll just try somewhere else. I have to have it today. Are you serious? Not only are you so batshit stupid that you still want this device, you are also so retarded that you think you can just fucking waltz into any store and purchase one on launch day without a pre-order? Yes. I think. I think I need to go chop off my own dick now. Yes. I think I will. I don't need my children growing up in a world populated by dipshits like you. I need an iPhone 4. Holy fuck, if you don't leave I'm going to fucking go find one for you, and shove it so far up your ass. I want the one with the bigger GBs. Oh god. I think I just had an aneurysm. I. I'm dying. Are you happy? Your fucking stupidity has killed me. Now my goddamn cat is homeless. I'm no longer alive. I'm dead. I need a white one. Hello. I need one now please. Can you waive the activation fee? Does it come with a case? I also need you to hook up my Bluetooth to it. Hello? Hello? Fuck it. I'll go somewhere else. My sister said Walgreens is home. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god, that is so bad. Uh, oh my god. Um. Okay, hold on. I got another throwback one for you here. Give me just a moment. Uh-oh. Share Uh-oh. screen. I'm yes. Scared. Share sound. 
Editing is all Mac-based now. I mean, you know, the program's out there on the PC, but whether you're using Avid or using Final Cut Pro, you're working on a Macintosh. Using a Mac is a little different than using a PC. It's not so much operating a computer as it is sort of tricking it, fooling it into doing what it is you really want it to do. Uh, you kind of have to sneak up on a Mac. I don't feel like I'm operating the Mac so much as I'm just there sharing the Mac experience. And if I can do something useful while the Mac is willing, so much the better. One of the coolest features of the Macintosh is it's really easy to shut down. Uh, all you have to do is be using a piece of software, and then poof, it goes away. It's gone. <laughs> shut down. Well, you didn't even say it. It's just gone. Unless you want to shut down a Mac. Oh, that's a whole other story. I mean, you try to close a program, and it locks up. And then you do that funny, what is it, the cloverleaf period thing? These unnatural and ultimately useless interrupt keys. Then nothing moves. Then you push the power button, and it won't turn off. You go around and unplug it. And you better hope you're not on a laptop, because then you got to find the damn battery and try to pull that out, or the thing will never shut down. So I put my CD in the CD-ROM tray, and I'm copying media off that CD, dragging it onto my desktop, dragging it onto my desktop, dragging it onto my desktop. I eject it, and where did my files go? It's the only operating system I know of where click and drag does not mean you actually copy or move anything. No, you're just making shortcuts on your desktop. So I've got my next CD, and I slam it into the CD-ROM tray, and lo and behold, it starts playing all by itself. I'm looking for a way to turn it off. Finally, out of desperation, I click and drag the CD into the garbage can. The system locks up. So I go to the Cloverleaf period spacebar thing, hoping I can stop the program, and I get a little caution window saying, careful, interrupting this program may lock up the system. I try to click OK, but the system's already locked up! I like the handle here. That's a chain and use it as a boat anchor! The Mac is practicing some kind of bizarre psychological warfare on me because I'm working late at night, and at the corner of my eye, I keep seeing this thing jumping up and down. The update manager is bouncing at the bottom of the screen like a Jack Russell fucking terrier. So I'm looking around in the list of the files, trying to find the executable that wants me to update, and if I click on any one of them by accident, I rename it. Oh no, it's been renamed nothing. It was some kind of important system file, and the computer crashes. On a PC, no data is really lost. I mean, there's a way to undelete a file. If you know what you're doing in DOS, you can go in and recover anything that's been corrupted. On a Mac, if you lose a file, you run to the store, you get a copy of the Mac version of Norton Utilities, you run back only to have Norton go, You idiot! You own a Macintosh! The file is fucking gone! It's just gone! Don't have any tools or any kind of buttons or whatever dials or switches at the bottom of the screen because if you reach for them, the dock menu comes up. It's kind of like boxing with your computer. I can put it on the bottom, I can put it on the left, I can put it on the right. No, I can't put it on the top. That's reserved for the mighty blue apple. <laughs> My name is Hunter Kressel, I'm an editor, and I cut together everything you saw tonight on a Macintosh. <laughs> Mac kills my own child. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Now, granted, that was from 2004, but... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right man so are we can wrap this shit up you know what we're doing next week right no yes you do no i don't oh no the the, the game show oh my god you drink way too much oh said so the pot to the kettle hey i was able to continue last night somebody else wasn't 
I, it was a fluke, man. Just <laughs> it was a fluke, man. I can't remember. Like one second I was sober, the next I was drunk. I was asleep on my bathroom floor. I woke up the next Maybe morning feeling great. Marge, but you got a butt that won't quit. They got these big chewy pretzels here. That are, oh, you guys with beer? Five dollars? Get out of here. <laughs> that was yeah. Mark, that, that was, was me last, last night. night. One minute I'm like, "Hey, let's go do this," and next minute I'm like, "Da da 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 well, I got my daughter, so I got two more. She's going to talk to Dude, Taylor. She's over there right now. That so did not sound right. What? I got I my said, daughter on my team. I got he's Taylor. He's got to pick three people to play with him. And you well, went, stop. my daughter. Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's a game show, you fucking pervert. No, it was a... <laughs> We were this is not wondering. Bob Crane. This is not Bob Crane. This is us. I was about to say that, man. It's the Bob Crane, <laughs> the Bob game Bob Crane. show. <laughs> that um, may be a, whatever catchphrases from here. On. It's not Bob Crane. So, so you're thinking about bringing Taylor in? Yep. And I, I, God damn, I, 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 I will ask. Okay, here's a weird one. I will ask. The guy who sits next to me, who is even older than I am at work, he uh, he may do it, although he has to work. Well, no. Yeah, I, I, I might ask Glenn. He's older than me. He's this old Jewish guy. He's funny as shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask him, man. That's exactly what we need after the Hogan's Heroes incident. Dude, uh, I, this guy fucking... He is hilarious. Like my ringtone for him is literally uh, the, the the one song. Uh, if I was a rich man from. Uh, if I was a rich man. Yeah. I go to. I ask him. I'm like, are you okay with me using this? He's like, I don't care. I'm not a. I'm not a like hundred percent Jew. I'm Jewish. <laughs> He's fucking great. God, one of my favorite musicals. Uh, yeah, um, I actually yeah, it's, it's it's a fiddler on the it's a, it's a fiddler, fiddler on song. the roof. Yeah, it's just every time you text me, I hear that. So I was I, like, I love that. That was you know that was the first musical I did at Irving High School when I was when I was the auditorium manager there. Oh wow! And. uh Man, oh, I love that show. It's a good show, man. So we're listening to to M83 again. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, they have some killer stuff. I really wanted to use this as our intro song, but it was way too long. <laughs> well, Way too copyrighted. Over five minutes long. <laughs> and I couldn't get a hold of the copy or a hold of the uh, 
the the album producer to to try to get the rights to use the song. Fair enough. But I mean, I. That there was the album that they came out with was called uh, "Hurry Up We're Dreaming," and they had a song. the The song that I just played was was called "Intro," and at the end of the second CD, there's a song called "Outro," and I mean it's just this whole album blends song into song into song nice so right now i'm playing outro the guy is incredible that the <laughs> he just knows how to build a song and build an album so that it all goes together. There's another song by them on the next show. I will play the video for you. And the guitarist literally does the standing man walk or a standing man dance uh, move through the entire song. Three minutes of a song. And he's just Lord. sitting there doing the running man. <laughs> I was like, damn. Um, you can skills, boy. Well, he's either got skills or he's got a lot of freaking drugs in him. <laughs> I, I love this band. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, yes, next week. Our show. Will consist of three three parts okay yes the first game show is gonna be theme songs from television shows or movies the second part is gonna be excerpts cuts clips from television shows or movies you have to guess what movie or television show it's from and then the the third one is basically a free-for-all it's only gonna be 10 questions audio clips could be music could be anything and so guess guess the movie TV theme song is first. Yep. Guess which TV show or movie the quote is from. Yep. And then the random audio clip is third. Yes. Got it. All right. The random audio clip is only 10. Each one is worth double. Stick around with the points are doubled. Ooh, yes. So there you go. I am building a team. I am not going to be on it because I'm going to host. Somebody's got to be the MC, and I can think of no one better than you. 
so I am building a team. Tim Kelly will not be on it. Oh, God damn it. My God, we should just invite him next week to be the MC. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, nah, Ouch, guess, you know, well, fuck that. I may try and contact Tracy Tupman. Oh, my God. Tracy Tupman. I would actually play then. Well, no, I. I you can't. I want to pick out. Oh, God. Tracy would be fucking awesome on your team. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> He's probably not available, but I may ask him. I mean, think. Think about it. You're going to have to have some young people. Because I will do young people type uh, uh, shows. Oh, God. But I as have his well, phone number. Oh, shit. As well, you're going to have to have some older people because yeah. I'm picking sitcoms from the 70s. Fair enough. Oh, that's gonna be good. This is—it's gonna be a good time, people. Um, and and this is actually gonna be one of the one of the game shows that we can do where people will understand everything that's going on. Uh, with that, remember to go to the remember to go to davisondavisshow.com. where I have updated some of my alcohols but not all i'm trying i'm getting there uh if you want to keep up with our shows that are coming out go to our facebook page just look up the davis and davis show you'll be able to see what's going on what shows are being put out all that all of our shows are on itunes uh, as well as Google Podcast and uh, they're on everything. Yeah, I, we're I, everywhere. I put it on everything. Um, we thank Red Circle for sponsoring us. Bless their hearts. Thank you very much. Uh, their dollar thirty-five a month really does a lot. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm going to buy a Ferrari know. someday. Dude, I, I'm going to write Ballsy again. Because <laughs> it might no. be time. That I, or uh, Brewmate. You know, I love Brewmate. I do love I do Brewmate. I do, too. Um, I don't know if Brewmate has what we need in life. Um, the Stinky Sack is something that that can be i mean yeah, you need that sack spray yeah yeah, yeah. as we yeah. get older because they grow in length the, the sack becomes a little more uh intense over I'm telling, time i'm telling you man i have the cleanest kneecaps in dallas <laughs> be, because yeah i I guess I don't need to explain. Hey, by the oh god, I didn't forget to. So, I got a call from my doctor. Uh huh. 
I guess I shouldn't be playing uh, <laughs> Final Countdown while I'm <laughs> talking about what my doctor said to me. There we go. Uh, <laughs> this is much better. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, much better. So I talked to my doctor the other day because he he was like, uh, "It's time to redo your your prescription." For as, as so people know, I am not on any blood thinners. I'm not on any crap like that. My my blood pressure is 80 over 120. Oh, nice. I am I am as healthy as you can be for being 100 pounds overweight. But being overweight like I am, I have found that there's certain things that don't work as well anymore. Little uh, ED uh, kind of action there. So, my doctor, Hamaji, is shimmy, 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 shoddy. No, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, your balls look fine. Thank you very much. They are very low, but that is okay. <laughs> Send me an email saying, hey, we got to have a little talk. Because, uh, because you're no longer a common person. And you're starting to get old. We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> starting to get old. That is the most politically correct thing I've ever heard about you. Ever. So, he uh, he changed my prescription. from. Uh, I was on Silnadinafil. Which is the generic version of Viagra. Well, it's the generic, generic version of Viagra. And he has changed me to regular Viagra, 100 milligrams. Oh. So that's that's Silnadenafil. Okay, I was only doing 60 milligrams before. I'm on the 50s, yeah. He has me boosted to 100. I've taken two, a time or two, just because I wanted to make sure. Yeah, now, I get it. I took my Sildenafil 60 milligram prescription the other day. Did not get laid. I was in hopes. I was seriously in hopes. And, uh, do, do you not tell your significant other that, hey, I'm taking a pill, or should I take a pill? Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> it was kind of a sprung on me situation. And the spring on me situation does not last the hour that it takes for it to begin. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> You're dick. You're so <laughs> You're getting a fucking t-shirt, just so you know. 
So, so Burke has a background that says, here's the thing, because I say that all the time. So anyways, my doctor and I have, have come to this realization that I, uh, the 60, well, the 60 milligrams, how do I say this? Not quite doing the trick. Well, it did fine while I was sleeping. <laughs> I apparently had full staff for eight hours while I slept. I woke up and had to, have you ever tried to pee with a heart on? Uh, Dude, it yeah. goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. I don't care what any man says. You can sit there and bend it as much as you want. It's going to shoot out sideways. There, there's two problems. A, you have to like bend over and like touch your forehead to the <laughs> toilet to get the right angle. And B, it splits in two streams. And you're like trying not to hit the floor with one of them. You're like, okay, that one's a lesser stream. I'm, oh, okay. It's like, get closer to the bowl. I'm hitting the, oh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm hitting the thing. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, yeah, it's bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to be a contortionist to take a piss with a heart on. Oh, my God. So, anyways, he said that. With the new pills, I should have a little more control. And I said, dude, I had a heart on for eight hours. I mean, I slept through it all. <laughs> but I poked holes in the foam of my mattress. I'm so glad nobody listens to our show. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Hmm. Oh, shit. I got one beer left. What else do you want to talk about, Burke? Dude, I'm done. Yeah, uh, you're such a boring ass motherfucker. I'll go. Whatever. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm going to go call my friend Jordan and, well, uh. How come your brother didn't call? Uh, well, sometimes he gets locked down. <laughs> okay, how many months has he got left? Uh, February. Oh God, he's he's getting close. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know. I'm actually thinking uh, he's going to call me. We're going to figure this out because he's talking about coming down here for a few days before he heads up to. Uh, whatchamacallit, and I said, oh, dude, if that's the case, I'm going to fly Burke down here, and <laughs> we're going to have a... We're doing we're, a show. God we're damn, doing, we're doing a show. Hell of a show. It'll be hell of a show, people. Oh, my God. Uh, it'll be funny as shit with all of us getting drunk. Oh, wait, he can't drink. Um, I can what? get him high as hell, though. So Wait, what? Can, what, what? Wait. He's his liver's down to sixty percent. Oh shit, that's right. I forgot. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. I. Meh. He's got stories. He's got oh great God. stories. And 
if he ever would call in at the same time that Burke and I are doing a show, we would we would cut in. We would and, stop uh, whatever yeah. we're doing and do a show with him. Unless he calls next week, then I'm 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 afraid I'm gonna have to go. Uh, That's a tough dude. one. Actually, that would be funny as shit having him coming in with like eight guests sitting there. <laughs> hey everyone, we're gonna talk about some diaper snipers. Or <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah, they just took the handle. And... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> It doesn't get any better than this, man. Oh, Come on. God. Well, welcome. Dude. Welcome to the Davis and Davis show. Uh, <laughs> it's rough. It's raw. It's real. Holy moly. It's real. All right. Back to what I was saying before. Uh, please go to Davis and Davis show.com. Uh, please go to our Facebook page. All that shit. Come on up to Putin Bay. We are up there for four days. Well, three and a half. Um, I am so looking forward to getting drunk and just being stupid. That's Come on not up. a that's not a far reach for you, but yeah, no? whatever. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Tim Kelly's coming. I'll text. Uh, I will Facebook him and go, "Hey, we're gonna be up there. Come on up." Yeah, he's gonna. He hates me. <laughs> all right all right ladies and gentlemen next week we have a fun show game show i, I may Very actually good. edit the rest of the show that i was supposed to edit today but we had to go an extra day longer because somebody got burkified yeah yeah can you smell what the rock is cooking <laughs> Well, last night it was cooking Burke. <laughs> yeah, it was a crispy critter. Holy cow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. We're out of here. We'll see you at Putin Bay. Talk to you guys soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. 
We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.